0: Order my steps <laughs> in the word, Lord. How I many of y'all want to walk worthy? You You're working, mine not. <laughs> That's all right. Praise God this morning. Praise God this morning. I'm surprised my wife didn't have something to say. Paul writes to his son in the ministry, his son, Timothy, (laughs) be strong in the grace that is in Christ Jesus, and endure hardship like a good soldier. Let us pray. God, continue to order our steps guide us every day. We thank you, Father, for this hour, for the time which we come, where we share the sermon, the words that you have given us, that have been prepared for the nourishments of these bodies here and elsewhere. We thank you for reaching us all around the world now, Father, for reaching individuals who may not be able to be here physically, but are with us and are supporting us and are loving you most of all. So we thank you for this word. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. 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 I'll try not to be long, but as I was in a study, Brother Sultan, I read from an article that was describing some of what the Bible says about hard things. And it said, God is going to make a man out of you. And consequently, also to the women, God is going to make a woman out of you. Meaning God is going to teach us men how to be men. And going to teach you women how to be women in his kingdom in his house, in front of others in this created world. Now let me tell you, I thought about the statement and realized that this was for me just as much as it is for you and our refuge family and our refuge friends. Anybody here can resonate with what I just said? Because God is going to make a man or woman out of you, whether you want it or not. Have you had your situation that took you through the proverbial proverbial ringer? You know, back in the old days, the, the uh, uh, washing machine had a little ringer on yeah. top, <laughs> and you stick the clothes in there, and the ringer would ring all of the clothes. <laughs> Y'all know what I'm talking about. <laughs> okay, I, <laughs> I, 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 right. right. I, I know some of the young crowd don't know what we're talking about. But we didn't have to wash it like we got now. We we had them kinda of stick that cloth in there and they wring all that water out of it. But I bet you they came all clean. One yeah, yeah. One second. second. Amen. Amen. So you so so you have your your situation that never gone through the rain. let you feel like God was teaching you something about life. Many lessons, manly lessons lessons. I, I hope y'all with me so far. I'm not going to try to be too long. Further, pastor, I, the article said that it is easier said than done. Yeah. But it said that we need to rejoice in our hard times yeah. by looking for the Lord in your situation. Yeah. Well, that was enough of me to stop right there because I needed to take inventory because I've had some hard times. Y'all might not know it. You might not think so. But I've had some hard times. And and, and the article went a little deeper, and it said that when your eyes are focused on the problem, Mm -hmm. it becomes harder to see God. It becomes harder to see him. I don't know about you out there, but as for me, there were times when I was looking at the wrong thing. Looking the wrong way. Yeah. Couldn't see God because I was looking at too much mess in front of me. Yes. Uh-huh. All right. So the essence of this sermon and the development, God told me to talk to us, me included, about how we must fix our eyes on him. Now, if y'all say a few amens, I'll hurry up and sit down. But if you don't, then I'm going to act like you didn't get the message and I'm going to keep on going. i be here until 12 o'clock. I said, still be standing up in the back. She's saying amen, amen. Uh, uh, a little bit with her actions. <laughs> sad. Yeah, yeah. So me included, no, me included, me included, Pastor I included. We got to fix our eyes on what's going on and be encouraged. Yes. Fix our eyes on him And be encouraged. Be encouraged, Brandon. Be encouraged. Be encouraged. This is because if we focus not on man, if we focus not on money, and if we don't focus on mess, y'all know what mess is? All right, I hope you do. I hope you do. Uh, We don't focus. Then somewhere along the lines, God will see what we're doing, and he's going to do some good things for us in our lives. What he has done, what he will do, he will he he will continue to do some good things, even in those things that we don't understand. Yeah. All right. What God will do in our lives, okay? And good soldiers follow their commanding leader, and that commanding leader is Jesus Christ. Yes, the way looks cloudy. And we sometimes think that God himself is messing up our lives. Y'all might as well go and say amen. Because you know there were times you questioned what God was doing. You didn't know where he was in your life and you were trying to figure it out and it looked like him not the devil, not anybody else was messing up your life. You were in trouble. You you had hard times and and, and then you felt like God, was not coming yeah. to your rescue. Yes. Some of us felt it's so hard to endure such hard things. And, and for us to simply endure hard things like a good Christian soldier could be, maybe, or even, in some of our minds, should be for the birds. Amen. Okay. Maybe those of you on Facebook and on YouTube, y'all got it. But somebody needs to know that this includes even your pastors of this church. That God has sent his word for ways for us to help us endure hard things and to endure them such as a good battle hearted soldier would do. So this morning, God told me, don't be all uh, theoretical, don't be all theological. Just just be a, a little editorial and come on and, and break it down and let's talk about how to endure hard things like a good soldier. All right. come on, you're us. How to do hard things like a good soldier. You see, we want you to remember that we got this theme out there that says we can't do hard things. That, that God gave us this year so that we can say specifically as a church, we can move on in hard times and yeah. hard things and hard problems and hard issues. Don't let the devil hold you down. Yeah. You can do hard things. And so this is our second installment in our series. And, and God has been telling Pastor I, I Anthony and myself uh, to put you, and that includes all of us, in bootcamp. All right, y'all your military folks, y'all know what you can't be. You ain't army now. So you better wake up and pay attention. Amen. All right. All right. Let me tell you a quick story. When I was in North Carolina A and T working on my first degree, my undergraduate degree and uh, getting a Bachelor of Science in Electrical Engineering, I had every ambition that I wanted to conquer then. You know, because when you're young, you just getting started, you got a whole plan laid out. If you're planning, you got a whole plan laid out. I'm gonna make this amount of money. I'm gonna get this, I'm gonna buy this kind of car. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna do everything. I had all this laid out, and, and, and I said I'm gonna have plenty of money after college. <laughs> so let me ask so you Anybody here ever try to knock down any hard obstacles in your way so you could get to that end result. You could hopefully make it all smooth sailing. You have all the money you desire. And so I decided to do a hard thing in an easy way, or so I thought. That hard thing, Rico, was to, while I was in college, sign up for two semesters of military science. With this, I could go into the U.S. Army, CJ, <laughs> while I was still in college. All I really had to do was go through the training and sign the papers, go to boot camp. I could attend real army boot camp while I was still in college. And when I came out, I was going to be a commissioned Officer, second lieutenant in the U.S. Army when I graduated. But moreover, I knew that there was a check. Y'all know what a check is? I knew there was going to be a check that would be waiting for me when I got that commission. And so my plan was to skip right into some extra money for the rest of my life. Military science, class, easy. I made straight A's in those. Y'all heard me complain about my studies, but that was the easy part. The other stuff was the hard part. So they were considered bird classes. I could, I, you know, like in, in the movie Sister Act, 2, They said they call them bird classes because you could fly right through. <laughs> oh yeah, that was a bird class. Two or three of them. But the hardest thing I had to deal with with the military activities were were the military's activities and that culture that they had. Even on campus, it was just like the military. So one of the activities meant me riding up in the mountains one day in a helicopter with the door wide open mash style. People got their legs hanging out the door. Well, me with my fear heights, ain't no way I was sticking my feet out no helicopter. I got as far away from the door as I could.
1: It was the hardest
0: thing for me to even ride in a helicopter from the beginning. And hell here, here I am, me, and Mr. Freddy Cat up there. I ain't putting my feet out there. Y'all call me free to get all you want. I don't care. <laughs> Some of the other cadets, oh, they they loved all that stuff. They they were all into it. signed the papers yet, so you ain't really in the army yet. (laughs) But they didn't want no playing around. This was like you were there. And so they had the mantra that if the 82nd Airborne could jump out of airplanes with parachutes, certainly we could ride up in a chopper with our feet hanging out. No, 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 not me. (laughs) You got the wrong one. We got to the mountain. And of course, I was dressed like the rest of the troops I had on my fatigues. And after we landed on top of the mountain, they wanted us to strap on to ourselves this rope. One point in the front and one in the back. You know all about it. Amen. I said, "Okay, all right. And, and, and he's right. They called it to be able to repel off the side of the mountain. Well, me and my fear heights, we were wrestling with the thought of putting a rope on one part of it and one part in the back, and then jumping backwards off the side of this mountain. Are you crazy? What is wrong? What has gotten into your all <laughs> Sister Dee Dee, I, I, I knew I had to be a good soldier but but I could not let this one go and I was like Lord if you just get me out of this one. Yeah. Second part of my story there. not only did I deal with this situation in the ROTC, Reserve Officer Training Corps. But I ran across something else very hard to do in the program. Now, it wasn't me getting in the fatigues. That wasn't the problem. It wasn't me wearing the label of soldier. No, no, that wasn't the problem either. Nor was it my being a Freddy None of that. But it was like being subjected to something more mental. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like La LaBelle would say, you got to have a new attitude. <laughs> I had to get used to trying to have a new attitude. Because my new attitude meant me dealing with the culture of the collegiate army of North Carolina A&T. So every Thursday, here I was, wearing my fatigue Sister Monica, and I I had no time to change between my courses on one side of campus, and my engineering courses on the other side of campus. So I'd go to military class, and then I'd have to walk in my fatigues all the way across that huge campus felt like about two or three miles to get over to where all of my engineering classes were and I would go in my fatigues because I couldn't change. One day here I am walking and an officer cadet captain comes along and he was already in the army. He was one of those guys who was on the special forces and uh, you know, had been the boot camp. He got all got his medals on, all that stuff, and he catches me totally off guard. He says, "Hey, private, you didn't salute me," and I said, "Hey, wait, wait a minute, wait a minute, I, I didn't see you. Well, you didn't salute me. You're supposed to salute a, 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 a officer." When you see him, okay, well, you know, that is his culture. I wasn't there yet. (laughs) So I just told him, well, the next time I see an officer, I'll salute him. And I walked off. Oh, my goodness. It was all there. Well, needless to say, and to make a story short, I didn't get that ROTC money at the end. I never went to boot camp. I never joined the U.S. Army. Why? Because I couldn't take all of the things that were going on. So, 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 when you've got your hard situations, I'm talking about your hard times, things that come after you while you're serving God. Did you first assume that it was going to be a bed of roses? Or did you assume that it was just going to be a bed of nails? All right. I I know some of us have had to go that route. And, and when you deal with your new attitude, what was it that, well, it should have been because, it, it, I, like, I looked at this guy, and I was thinking of him as a jerk, and I said I didn't see him, and I walked off, and, and he was going in a tirade at the time while I was walking. And I and I said, Well, you know, I, I I don't need this money. I don't need this head. But even then, I want y'all to know, I'm taking my time because I want you to hear, it. God was teaching me how to be a good soldier in his army. Amen. You know why? Because while going through these petty things. While going through some larger things, while going through to go through, somebody will get that one probably out there on, <laughs> on, <laughs> on the street later Amen. on. Amen. Uh, I, 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 we had to look at where we are. Because, you know, back in the day, we used to sing in the church, we are soldiers in the army. Yeah. We got to fight, yeah. although we got to cry. We got to hold up the blood stain back. We gotta hold it up until we they and and then they had verses in there where they talked about different things and I can hear saying my mother. talking about Wardell Brown saying uh she 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 had uh uh the she was a soldier, she had her hands on the gospel plow. Yes. But one day she got old, she couldn't fighting no more. And she said, but I'll stand here and fight anyhow. That was what God was teaching me. God's guidance. God's help. God's new direction and God's new attitude was being put into me so I could endure hard things. Anybody had that happen to you? Something in life was pushing you so that you will endure hard things. You don't fall apart just because you learn how to endure, Amen. like a tough soldier. So, so let's listen to the text today. This is the second letter uh, that Paul is writing to Timothy, and Paul, the apostle, write uh, that to his son in the ministry. So, while he was a prisoner in Rome, he wanted to make sure that Timothy was still teaching people how to endure this Christian journey. And, and Paul was a full-fledged army of the Lord soldiers. He was better than the Rangers and all of those guys that CJ knows all about. He was helping Timothy become prepared for what he would face when he was in God's service. So here is Paul. Getting his protege ready for his Christian battles and was helping him to get prepared. So he wrote this mentee that he loved and he told him, God is telling you these things to do. Point number one, because I am the pastor. I am the is not the only one that's got points. Amen. Be prepared. Amen. Timothy, members of refuge, friends and pastors, be prepared. Amen. Well, how do I do that, you might ask. Well, this world and my situations within it are upside down. And so the scripture says, be strong in the grace of Of Jesus Christ. Be strong. In the grace. Of Jesus Christ. If you're strong in the grace of Jesus Christ. That will prepare you. That means that life. May not be the way you thought it should be. Like in my stories. Uh, But nevertheless. We have to remain strong. In Jesus Christ. We got to be prepared. And remain strong. In Jesus Christ. Be strong in God's grace. Be, be strong for the, the grace is provided through Jesus Christ. Because the enemy doesn't want you to be a part of the strongest force yes, in the world. Is, Amen. He'd rather that you be the weakest link. Yeah. And, and, and so that he wants you to be that way so he can run all over you. Yeah. And ruin your family. And ruin your life. And then you don't know what to do. I hope y'all are hearing me right now. He would rather that you lose it on God's battlefield and not gain a thing. So we must be strengthened in Jesus so that we become the soldiers God created us to be. Yes, all of you will have purpose, no matter how young, no matter how old you are. Yes, you might be afraid at times yes 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 you know the devil will come after you and while in your life you might see that the devil wants you to give up he wants you to yes. dry up he wants yes. you to wither on the vine oh. all of that will be going on he wants to take all the fight out of you yes. so that you don't know what to do with you amen. Yeah. he's a liar but i heard amen yeah. I heard the other day a song that says God has defeated all of our enemies way before the fight began. I don't know about you, but I'm so happy that God has already taken care of these devilish situations that I don't know what to do. Point number two, stay there. Stay there. Even when it doesn't look good. Endure hardship. Endure hard things. That's what the scriptures say. Like a good soldier. What would a good soldier do? A good soldier wouldn't run. A good soldier wouldn't hide. A good soldier wouldn't give up. Though faced with the scariest things of their lives. You might feel like it. When I was on the mountain. I wanted to give up. I wanted to run. I couldn't run because they took us up there on a helicopter. (laughs) How am I going to get back home? If you have to march straight into hell in your life so you can take the devil out, that's what you got to do. You got to stay right there and fight with everything you got. Don't move to the right. Don't move to the left. Take whatever God allows to come your way and march on. My Lord. Boot camp. Yeah. These are things that we, as hardened, battle hardened, God's chosen soldiers, must do. We got to stay right there until God's change comes. That's why James Leland wrote about uh, that, that song that we love so will Lord help me to hold out. Until my change comes. Yeah. You've got to hold out in this world. Some of this stuff is just going to run you almost crazy. Yeah. Yeah. My Lord. Yeah. Years ago, they wouldn't even let people with flat feet get into service because they thought that they were affecting their fallen arches and they needed uh, all kinds of things. But now they tell me that they got arch supporters out there so you can still be a soldier. Yes, it's hard, but keep going. Yes, it's tough, but keep going. Yes, it is rough, but keep on going. Bear the hard things. Endure the hard things. Cry through the hard things if it's necessary. Psalm 126 and 5 says that when you sow in tears, guess what? You will reap in joy. Meaning you will still gain what the Lord has for you. You will re-enjoy even through all of those hard tears. Point number three, serve your commanding officer. This scripture is saying only God can and is going to make a man or woman out of you. God is going to make a woman out of girls and he's going to make a man out of boys. I hope all of you are with me up to this point. Because God is our ultimate commanding officer. Not the government. Yes. Not anybody down in Washington. Not anybody in your family. Right. God is yes. our ultimate commanding officer. So now I'm going to say a few more words and I'll get out of your way. There's a lady named Elaine Tabalachi, who writes in an article uh, format called His Kingdom Prophecy. And it's a publication that many of us have, she says that uh, in there, that many of us have been proven faithful through very difficult times and have learned how to triumph over every obstacle in our path. She says, You have allowed the Lord to strengthen you and you have preserved through horrendous storms. You persevered through horrendous storms. But now it seems as if the enemy has returned with a vengeance. Let me stop right here, right now. Anybody had the devil attack you with a vengeance? You thought everything was all smoothed out, um, all moving along. You're yeah. marching in the army, and here he comes. Yes. This time he comes with a vengeance mm-hmm. to mess you Amen. up. So this took the words right out of my mouth, what she was saying. I, I said, well, wow, I know that some of us, and I particularly put myself in there, felt the same way, that the enemy is attacking our spiritual growth. Yes. He's attacking our spiritual wisdom. Yes. He's attacking our families. Yes. He's attacking your friends. Yes. And what's more, he's attacking your sanity. My Lord. Yeah. Yeah. How many times when we lived in Edward Did I tell my wife, I got to jump in the pool <laughs> because that's where my sanity is. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Amen. I needed to swim so I could get my sanity yeah. back together. Here's the devil attacking. He's attacking your money. All y'all rich folk. Wow. He's attacking. Most certainly, he's attacking. He's attacking you. So you don't know what to do with you. That's the truth. Am I right about it? Amen. I know I am because I'm there sometimes. Amen. My Lord. And then this lady says he, he's helping us today. Cause then she looked at another analogy. She said, okay, let me let me let me break this down so you understand, Keith. Um uh, You love luxury cars. Let me tell you what they had to do to a luxury car. Because, you know, we all want to act like we are luxury people. So so she said, if you got uh, a luxury car, just know that they had to do more testing of that luxury car than they did for the one that was an economy car. Before they can release it to the dealership, they got to make sure that it's tested properly. In other words, if you are a Ferrari, or you got a Ferrari, a Ferrari has to be hit on the wall to test its strength. They, they'll perform crash tests on it. They'll test the amount of pressure that it can stand. Then they will take it and run it through all the seasons To check its performance and its tolerance levels to adverse weather patterns, it will be tested through the snow, through the rain, the the heat, and the extreme weather conditions. And they will also take that Ferrari and test it on mountains. Oh, here I go with the mountain again. I was like, oh, Lord. They were tested on the mountain to see if it could pass the test of perseverance. Mm -hmm. Keith, did you have perseverance when you were on the mountain? I don't think (laughs) so. On the mountain, they could test your stability. Uh, Keith, did you have stability on the mountain? And then they can test your spirit of excellence. Keep that you have excellence on the mountain. So they take this Ferrari and they will test it on sharp turns. And not just sharp turns, but on U-turn. Y'all know what a U-turn is. Just completely go back the other way. They will test to see if it's agile. Sister Kemper on winding roads. And they've gone not only test it on winding roads, but they're going to test it on rocky roads. I know some people in here have had some rocky roads. They do all that to test yeah. your endurance. And God yeah, yeah. does the same thing to test your endurance. So I, I came to tell you that God hasn't uh, had the devil to test me always. Sometimes it is him. Mm-hmm. That's right. yeah, yeah. Sometimes it is him. Y'all hear me? Yes. Uh-huh. Because your commanding officer who is God yeah. wants to be able to brag on these good old soldiers that he has yeah. in his arms, yeah. he wants to be able to say they are durable, yes. they are agile, wow. they are functional. They 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 will endure hard things, even under the worst pressure that you could ever take to put on. Look at Job out there, all the pressure he was under. Look at uh, David, and, and look at Jonah. They had to throw things off the boat because Jonah knew God was testing him and that God had an end for him because he wasn't being obedient. I hope you all are hear me. It's because in the end, God wants to brag on us. He wants us to be a showcase. That's why the scripture is saying do hard things as a good soldier. <laughs> hard things, hard testing things that are testing us and they are not fly by night but indeed hard. <laughs> Sometimes the hardest of hard. So then Tavolacci says for those of you who are calling yourselves luxury cars that you need to understand that if you are serving God, you must serve him with boldness. You must serve him sometimes uh, in rigid times. You must serve him sometimes when you are in stiff situations. You must serve him in good times. You must serve him even in bad times. That if you want to be a luxury car in this service, a blessed soldier, in other words. God says that you will have to be proven for all you are worthy. Amen. Amen. That's why Paul says to Timothy, he must endure these hard testing things like a good soldier. So, so I am going back to my time with that officer cadet what was driving me was I did not like his tongue. <laughs> <laughs> I thought he was arrogant. <laughs> and, and, and I wasn't going to take it back then. But what he was trying to do, the cadet, uh-huh. was get me prepared for Greta. Sometimes God will send or allow a situation and he'll holler to you, hey, private, you didn't salute me. And you will in your arrogance say, oh, well, I didn't see you, God. I didn't see you coming. And and, and you might have felt like you were being stalked and, and that. Uh, you are being humiliated and, and all the nasty things that we as humans think with our pea brains. But see, we don't know what God is up to. God's got the master plan. He's got the master brain. He is the commanding officer. So hold on also to learn the lesson and then move forward. Because God has brought these things to mind. So that we can realize what the impact of good soldiers are. Yes. Now, at least for me, I, and, I, and I hope you too, you can really realize that God's soldiers have to be trained yes. to follow his commands. Yes. Yes. And a good, battle-hardened Christian soldier uh-huh. will follow the commands of the God that they serve. So let me ask you something, and I'll be done. Is this you this morning? Will you endure conditions by standing up for Jesus, no matter what? When you are going through your worst time, will you endure it? Will you, Y-O-U, give you, Y-O-U, a chance to prove that you are one of God's best soldiers. Yes. Will you go the extra mile in his service, and will you do as John Greenleaf Whittier, in his Don't Quit poems, said, will you be prepared, proving, and even perturbed enough to stick to the fight when your heart is hit? I, I-, I know this is a different type of message, but God says, Don't be all theological. Just be practical. Stand up when others won't stand up. Put some of your offering in when others won't put their offering in. Stand in the storms, in the hell, in the high water when others won't do it. But but because you are there for Jesus' sake, you will stand. You, You will understand all of what is going on. And and so you will allow him to effect change in you. You will allow him to affect the way that you become humble in front of man. You will let him prove you, cut off some of the things that you don't need on you. You will let him perfect us, perfect you in his service. Then you'll march on through the winds, through the rain, through the sunshine, through the headache, whatever it takes, you'll march on and endure like a good soldier. And the people of God said,